Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Uncensored, unfiltered, uncut. You are listening to Just Thinking with the one and only Stan Wangland. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland and welcome to Just Thinking. How the heck is everybody doing today? No matter where you are in the world, no matter what time of the day, what time of the night, what time of the morning, wherever you are, thank you for joining me today and listening to our podcast. And you notice I say it's our podcast. We've got a lot of great things happening in the podcast, a lot of new things coming up for the new year and the holiday season. I hope you've liked the shows this week, which have tried to be kind of uplifting and fun and different. Uh, you know, I had to do a political show today uh, because, uh, as I mentioned uh, all the time, you know, we're living in a historic times. And, uh, you know, being a 69-year-old guy, I have this um, kind of um, benefit that some of you may have uh, and some of you might not have. 
It's of longevity, it's of history, it's the way our nation has been. And you know, man, we haven't been a perfect country or anything else like that, to be sure. No country is. Uh, and I know we have 89, 90 countries represented here on, on Just Thinking. And all of our countries have strong points and weak points. We have good history, bad history, all those kind of things. But I do have to tell you, in my 69 years, I'm not giving you any bad language, I'm being completely nonpartisan. Um, if you're watching American politics, I have never in my life, and I, I must have done 25, if not 30 shows on this, seen anything like this, uh, what's going on. And today, I think the show that I'd like to do is called America, Come Back Home. You know, the good old days weren't always perfect, but, but come back home. If you're going to be America and you're going to have your good points, you're going to have your bad points, let's do it the way Americans do this. And, you know, just like if we were in France or in England, you know, you have customs, you have wonderful customs. You know, French people have, a, you know, wonderful things. People in the Ukraine, people in Russia, people in Spain, people all over the world, Japan, people in the Mideast. They've got beautiful customs and they've got ugly customs and everything else like that. But mostly they've got nice customs things that people remember about their country and their family and their community. Well, I have those about America. And uh, I have never, and so many other people have never seen anything like this. And you know, I'm with my producer today who also happens to be my oldest son. And uh, you know, we have a wonderful advantage in our family. Uh, my father was a veteran. My uh, late uncle Richie was a veteran. My uncle Al was a veteran. My godfather Joe Sapienza was a veteran. I'm a veteran. My son is a disabled veteran. Uh, my uncle Rich, who passed away, uh, you know, was uh, actually torpedoed in the Merchant Marine twice in the North Atlantic. My uncle Frank was a veteran of Guadalcanal. Uh, I mean, wow. yeah, wow, is right, John. Yeah. And my my son. Uh, and his friends that I knew when he first went in the military over 15 years ago, uh, my goodness gracious, I knew these kids going in there, and they were kids, some of them under the age of 21. They were, and, and they were men when they came out. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of his buddies, for example, I just use his first name, Patrick. I'll never forget this guy uh, meeting him, and what a wonderful kid. They went over there, and they went over together. And then the next thing I'm seeing a picture of the uh, vehicle that he was in, because my son was in combat convoy, uh, security, uh, which was the most dangerous job in the world at that time. And he thought the Marines had it 50 times worse than he did, <laughs> to be sure. Uh, he, he was IUD, uh, IED'd and, uh, you know, just suffered a few third-degree burns. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, my son over here had a helmet that said, uh, you better try next time or good luck next time, or a, a round got fired off his head, uh, you know, is permanently disabled. Uh, and needs his knees replaced, uh, to say the least. And I won't go into anything no, more than fine. that. But uh, you know, th these are guys—they're they're just kids. They go over there and and they do things. They get wounded. They get busted up. They, you know, and they're riding around in trucks with uh, you know wood uh, on them instead of armor plating. The public doesn't know these things, mm -hmm. but the soldiers know these things, and the parents know these things. Now, what's the point of come back home, America? Uh, we saw uh, one of the terrorist leaders get knocked off the other day and uh, all the inappropriate spiking of the football in the end zone, the guys whimpering like a dog and all these other kind of things. Now, none of that stuff is proven to be true. You knew it as soon as people were saying that. And uh, great. It's, it's wonderful that, uh, you know, uh, 
This is a guy who deserved justice. I don't want anybody to die, but he did terrible things. You have somebody boasting that he blew himself up with his three kids there. Is that something that we need to be proud of? Uh, I know my son and his friends and the military people that I've ever spoken to, anytime a kid was involved in anything, they feel terrible about it, Mm -hmm. regardless of whatever, because they're kids. They don't know any better. Let's put that to the side. You know, President Lincoln said, he said, you can fool some of the people some of the time. You can fool all of the people some of the time, but you cannot fool all of the people all of the time. And I want to ask my son in a minute what he thinks about that, but I want to finish my point first. It's not going to be a tremendously long show to bore you with all the things you should already know. You know, we have a guy that put the strong arm on the people in the Ukraine, and he diverted money to their military that both parties of Congress said that they should have, that they needed. And they needed that money to preserve their independence. They are allies, and it was important while the Russians were fighting in the Crimea and taking their town, their land and everything else, that they had those weapons and they had the funding for the weapons that they required, that we promised them that they are in that position that serves our interest and our national security. Now, what's come to fore is there's been ambassador after ambassador. There's been the, uh, the, the chief White House, uh, com- you know, the chief of staff has admitted it. There's a transcript that d- describes it. Military offices, career people, whistleblowers, and everything else. There's dozens of people that have come forth and said, hey, this was inappropriate. And can, can we stop mincing words and remember what Lincoln said again about fooling some of the people some of the time, all of the people some of the time, but not all of the people all of the time? You have all these people have come together. If this was you and I, somebody would take a rope and they would hang us. And they would say you were strong arming a country. And, you know, people have estimated that it's cost almost 20 lives of Ukrainian soldiers by denying them the aid that they've had. And, you know, put our government in a bad way. And you know what that was for? That was to get dirt on a political opponent, Joe Biden and his son. Now, everybody should know that by this time. But you know what the point of the show is about? I mentioned my son, I mentioned Lincoln, I mentioned Patrick who got burnt up and everything else like that. You know what kind of a country we have now or what type of a government we have now? And we have a sizable portion of our country that seems to think that this is all right. They take a person like John McCain when he was alive, who sat there and was tortured to the point where he tried to commit suicide twice. And when he was offered to be let go, but his men were there, he stayed with them and was the last guy out. And our president and his cronies hated this guy so much that they wouldn't go to his funeral and they wouldn't attend whatever the heck it was the time when the ship, the USS John McCain, that was named after. There's never going to be a USS Donald Trump. Let me tell you, they did that. And then when Attorney, Se- Attorney General uh, Sessions, who, of course, was appointed, Jeff Sessions, Trump's first supporter and was appointed by Trump. Uh, found out about this possible collusion, he appointed an esteemed head and former FBI head, Robert Mueller, as the special prosecutor due to the fact that he was a fair and reasonable guy. By the way, Robert Mueller is a Republican. He's also a Bronze Star Medal winner. He's also a Purple Heart recipient. And he, too, was castigated and smeared by President Trump and his cronies. One of the latest military examples 
is Lieutenant Colonel Vindeman, who was actively in the army and assigned to the White House because of his experience in you know the Ukraine and those particular things. He's also a Binghamton. He's also a graduate of Binghamton University, which I'm affiliated with of SUNY Binghamton. And uh, in 1998, he graduated there, as well as graduating Harvard. He's also a Purple Heart recipient. He also smeared him and says he's a never-Trumper. This is, couldn't be anything more than the case because he listened in on the call and was so concerned, he reported to his superiors that this guy was jeopardizing national security, which means that if my son was back in the army and I'm waiting here with my son because my grandson is meeting a military recruiter because he wants to. I just did a show on this about the other week. So, yeah, people who act like this affect people like me and other Americans and affect my son. They affect the people that he knows and they affect my grandchildren. And they should affect you as Americans because now they're besmirching this guy because he's not coming up with a bunch of lies. Well, I told you on the show about the Army recruiter, you should sit and listen to what the oath is, the Army values or the Air Force values, or particularly the Marine values, what the oath is for these people, their pledge to their country. And when you have a person like Bob Mueller, when you have a person like John McCain, or you have a person like Lieutenant Colonel Vindeman do that, and then they are smeared, their blood means nothing, their sacrifice means nothing, and we stand idly by, that isn't right. And that's what I'm just thinking. Now, I've had my 10 minutes and 31 seconds. John, you're a veteran. What do you think about that in a, in a peaceful uh, and rational way? Well, I mean, I, I think when you look at both of the individuals and the commitment they gave to their country, I think it's pretty uh, pretty amazing. I mean, you got Purple Heart recipients, Bronze Star, uh, you know, Bronze Star winners, you know, Purple Heart award winners. I mean, that that's a pretty, uh, you know, pretty... It's a pretty big thing, you know, to get that. First off, to be to get a Purple Heart means you have to be directly injured in the line of combat, you know. And second, mm -hmm. Bronze Star is for superior achievement amongst your peers. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's not just getting a letter of appreciation from somebody for doing it. You're getting a, you know, t totally, you know, superior uh, superior award that has a lot of great uh, things attached to it because that's how you get it. You got to do something really good and do it over and over. So to smear people like that, I think, is very disgraceful. and especially if somebody's doing the morally right thing as this Lieutenant Colonel um, that, that reported it, that's he's following the oath that he came into to have, to maintain integrity, to maintain excellence, loyalty and value to your country, service to your country, putting the needs of your country over everything. And when he sees something in that circumstance, he's showing that he's following that oath. John, you taught in, you taught in the leadership school sure. for the Air Force Academy. And one of the things that I know when you take the oath mm -hmm. as an officer and an enlisted man, they both say the same thing. And you can imagine as a senator or, or the, the people in politics, when you take the oath to uphold the Constitution, and ladies and gentlemen, I don't have anything in front of me. I know this. You swear to uphold the Constitution and protect your country mm -hmm. against adversaries, both domestic and foreign. Mm -hmm. Do you hear that, folks? Domestic and foreign. That means if you have a commanding officer, whether it's the president of the United States or a general or somebody else, and they jeopardize the national security of the country, or they act in a way that's unconstitutional, that's an illegal, you do not follow that. You whistleblow it, you refuse that command, you do not take that order, you uphold the constitution. Mm -hmm. I was taught that and I got out of the military as a, as a spec four, that's the equivalent of a corporal. 
And I knew that. And we were taught, you do not do things illegal. So when Bob Mueller or John McCain, or in this case, Lieutenant Colonel Vindeman, you know, people who are, take the oath seriously, as, as John has said, and they sit and they protect us, meaning you and I, from people doing things unconstitutionally, mm-hmm. domestically, and foreign. and foreign, yeah, they're doing their job. And how do we how do we appreciate that? We have phony uh, congressmen, phony uh, senators, people that just want to get elected, people that should be impeached, who are clearly guilty, who are extorting other people, you know, or, or putting the, their own personal needs ahead of the country. It's a disgrace, in my opinion, and it's a disgrace if Americans support that. And that's why I want America to come back home. Not to go back in the old days, but to come back home and do the right thing. I, I don't know how soldiers feel about that, how you know veterans feel about that. Do you get a response from veterans, John? How, how do they feel about that? Do they, do they do they think what's going on is correct? You know, I don't talk about it with people much outside of it, you. just yeah. due to the nature of our society now and how it's it divisive. sets everybody off. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, I work. I, you know, fortunately, I still work with the military and the veterans and the mm-hmm. VA and everything. So I mean, I. I've given my whole life to this stuff, basically, you know, mm-hmm. over half my life nearly. So it's, uh, I don't know. I think it's an unsound rule. I don't get into it because a lot of times the uh, people that are serving or have served or are retired or separated mm-hmm. or working for these veteran-based agencies is they they do, they are Republicans typically. Yeah. You know, because they really know how to get to their um, heartstrings and make them want to believe in them and vote for them. and. Usually it's with militaries because you're not paid a ton of money. It's to, we're going to give you better benefits. We're going to give you better pay every mm-hmm. year. We're going to give you a raise, vacation time, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they look at it as. So I never discussed it with them because I have a highly different view on certain things. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things with me is I just leave it unturned unless somebody asks me and wants my opinion. And if they did want my opinion or if I felt it was warranted, I would have to find a way to eloquently put it to them. Mm-hmm. And it's because our society can't discuss something anymore with one another yeah. without making it a big uh, to-do or a brouhaha mm-hmm. or personal. That's not the way I operate in life. Right. You know, so I've never really um, conversed with most of my friends on that. If I have, it usually hasn't turned out well. Yeah. You know, people yeah. get angry at each other. Yeah, I'll tell you the truth, uh, and uh, I don't want to have a 45-minute show. This is not meant as a show to down uh, to down uh, play uh, the president or come up with stuff to, to switch your mind. I think what's going on now is totally un-American. I think it's totally disrespectful to our military, to our country, to our sense of values. And every periodically, I'm just I, I have to. I feel as an American, as a patriot, I have to come out and do, if I change one mind. That I'm happy. You know what I heard the other night? I was, um, you know, give credit to the to our administration right now that you know, like to President Obama, he got Osama bin Laden. The, you know, the military had to get the go ahead from the president to to try this thing to to get this uh, latest terrorist. But the real people who do it are the people on the ground. You know, the, the seals and, and or the special forces or the special operations people. But of course, the president is accountable for that. So. The uh, the president uh, was talking about bringing soldiers home, uh, you know, from the uh, the Middle East area and everything else like that. And that, that's a great idea, you know, for them to be safe. Then in the same next breath, I was watching that as if many of you could just go back and look at it. Just Google it yourself and look at his press conference. And he says, no, but but we're, we're sending we're sending soldiers there to to, to protect the oil. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> what if I was Patrick's father or I'm, I'm my son's father, of course, and he was over there and got killed protecting Syrian oil? Or we're sending we're sending soldiers over to protect the Saudi Arabians. What's the matter with the Saudi people doing that? The same premise. Why? And trust us, they pay for it. 
Mm-hmm. So is my son a mercenary? <laughs> this is not the America, folks. I want Americans to come home. This is not the America that we know in my lifetime. This is not the America where they're throwing potatoes and stuff at the at the trucks. And this is not the America I think we want. And if we if we put up with that, if we let that go on, if we let our veterans uh, who do the right thing be besmirched and lied about and everything else, then we're going to get what we deserve. And that's just karma. That's just that's fate. That's behavior has consequences. That's the universe aligning. Yes, it is. And, and that's just the way that it is. But I hope it doesn't happen. I hope it doesn't happen. So with that, uh, I really appreciate you listening. I really appreciate my son taking a minute uh, to do that. And we're going to be meeting with a military recruiter in a few minutes. And another Wangland is going to be out there. Um, you know, this is the fourth or fifth generation that's going to be out there yeah. serving their country. Um, and when they get done, then they'll serve their country in a different way, like I did as a psychologist or my son does as a social worker or whatever. We'll do something good uh, and continue to do something good for people. Mm-hmm. And I know that all of you want the same things. Let's not be misguided. We don't have to, if you're a, a, a Republican, you don't have to become a Democrat. You don't have to to love Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that you, we have to, we can't get fooled all the time, like Lincoln says. You know, our great presidents had great wisdom. So that's it for Just Thinking. Uh, if you have anything that you want to say on the show, get a hold of me at uh, Stan Wangland. That's S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at gmail.com. You can check out my Patreon account at uh, www.patreon.com slash Stan Wangland. And uh, you will listen to this uh, week's coming uh, show called People Under the Stairs. It's about true, scary Halloween stories, man, from our mailbag of readers. Wow, these are wild. So be good, be safe, and God bless America, and the people who serve it. Have a good one, Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. And also, you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S. Wanglin. That's at S. Wanglin. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at wwrpodcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at 
Is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling with Reality on all major podcast outlets.